Hi guys! Oh my gosh, it's so weird because like my old intro, like I was listening back on like the old episodes and it was hey loves, hey loves, hey love. Like I was like, stop for what? It wasn't even like a serious, it was like a hey loves. Like I tried singing it and I'm not that much of like a vocalist. So we can't sing stuff, you know? It just doesn't work out. Um, but yeah, this is season two guys, so welcome back to season Welcome back to the nitty gritty. Um, the episodes have obviously been here for what? Uh, my last post was March thirteenth because that was that was the fourth thingy, fourth episode of the season. So four episodes in the season is done. So yeah, we're not gonna start off with some basic. Hi guys, welcome back to the new season episode. This is gonna be a right into it episode. I don't want to get the most of the season. So today we're here with Piper. Hi, hello. So, Piper is kind of a ghost person. Yes. She has a few ghosts connected to her. Mm-hmm. A yep. tea. Um, and she has had quite a few ghost experiences. I've had one or two, but damn, Piper has had <laughs> quite a few. I'm a little special when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, today we are going to be doing an episode on our ghost experiences. So... Let's let's be clear with this, guys. Ghosts, you can be a skeptic. You can be a non-believer, of course. Um, I'm a semi-believer. What are you, Piper? I am a full believer. I have had many experiences, so, like, I am very convinced on certain things, I guess. Um, I don't really know how to explain it other than, like, I am very convinced on being like ghosts being real because of all the things I've had happen to me I guess sure we'll put it that way so I don't know I haven't had very many people die around me but my uncle had like I feel like my uncle is like the only one who has like truly died around me. I was very, very close to um so my uncle Danny passed away when I was like four he passed away like 10 years ago okay it was just, like, the anniversary of his 10th, like, the 10th year of him being passed. And when, like, like right after he passed, I don't know if this was truly him, like, interacting with us, or if this was, like, just, like, us creating, like, some, like, a, us creating a scenario so it felt less like he was gone. Do you know what I'm trying to say? make it feel less like I was trying to create a excuse or a ploy to be like, oh, he's not totally gone. So, what happened was I was literally in the shower. So, no, okay, so this is what happened to my grandma, okay? So, I feel like Michael Danny has reached out to, like, all of us, kind of. So, my grandma was in the shower, okay? And she had a coffee cup, like, her coffee cup was full on the sink, Okay? So, it was moved from, like, she was just showering, and it was moved from the sink onto, like, the shower, like, onto, like, the tub, like, railing type thing. You know, like, the outlining of a tub? Yeah. So, it was moved from the sink to the outlining of the tub while she was in the shower. So, like, she obviously did not do it, you know? And then, so, 
and then her ashtray was dumped as well on so my uncle danny he used to sit at this like big dining room table in my grandma's house and she had she had her seat and he had her seat and then all his kids had our seats and so when my uncle passed my grandma she moved her seat um to his seat okay so her ashtray was at his seat and it was dumped over because he hated smoking like he smoked once in a while but he would so he was diabetic and he was on dialysis so he obviously couldn't really like smoke like he was really pushing pushing his chances but like when he smoked he smoked Mm -hmm. so my grandmother she had this big ashtray and she never cleaned it okay it was just always like piled and piled and piled and so it was dumped over obviously it wasn't her at the time she didn't have any like animals i would do that like that one on like the count like on like the table she had a dog okay she had a dog and then she she this happened like literally in like the same night so in the entire span that she was in the shower this happened and my uncle passed away at the house because he was diabetic and like on dialysis and like couldn't take care of himself really so he just lived with my grandma and my grandma lived above me like me and my family like when we used to live in jamestown so that was like okay so his spirit is definitely in the house and that house is still like in our family like we rent it to my uncle his brother so yeah and then his daughter lexi and jake and seth you know them like all them Mm -hmm. so they were all there the night that danny passed away they were all upstairs with danny when he passed away so like um do you know this is when like the coke bottles with names were huge okay so they all found like lexi's family like their family they found all coke bottles that had like Danny, Terry, Lexi, Seth, Jake, all that. Um, and all of them were fine besides one. Guess whose was broken? Danny's. His was broken. Okay? And none of the kids, like, yeah, like, I'm tearing up here. His was the only one that was broken. And they had, like, do you know, like, in our kitchen how we have, like, that thing above the shelves? Yeah. So they had theirs up there, like that. Oh. And Danny's was the only one that was broken, like, fell off of the shelf. But they were all pushed back kind of against the wall. So, like, they like, be, like, away, like, from, yeah. like, the edge so they wouldn't fall. And his was the only one that fell and broke. Oh, my God. So they were, like, so this is either Danny or a coincidence. Well, there's... I don't really think that's a coincidence. Like, I really don't. I mean, there's many people out there that are going to make logical explanations, like it's just a draft or stuff like that. For an entire thing of Coke. Like, it was one of the glass bottles that Coke put, like, names on. Oh, it was off. filled? Yeah, it was filled. Yeah. It was one of the glass ones that, like, had, like, the pop lid. That you, oh. Like that. It was It was broke. It was literally, like, yeah. Okay, so that's that's. It's heavy. It was heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So in my book, that couldn't have been a draft or anything. Yeah. How does that fall? We could just does it. Yeah. Anyways, so then my experience was that I was in the shower and our bathroom window opened up. Oh. This was in the middle of winter, babes. I promise you. And I was in the shower. Okay. And then I step out of the shower because it's so cold. And the window is open. Mm-mm. Exactly, and our door was locked, like the bathroom door. Piper, look. Our bathroom door was locked. 
and there was no like footprints or anything like because like we had like a roof like outside of like the bathroom like window yeah and it like led down to it led down to like the basement and there was no there was no like footprints on that and it was snowing like you could see everything mm-hmm. and it was just open Oh, and the ashtray that was in the bathroom, because, like, my mom would smoke and do, like, her makeup in the morning. So, that ashtray was dumped over. Oh. So, why why that ashtray and the ashtray of my grandma's got tipped over? Hmm. Hmm. No. For what, babes? So, yeah, we all had, like, experiences with it. Um, I don't think any of us have really had, like, experience with him, right? Like, recently. Um, but, yeah, this was all, like, right after he kind of passed, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, like, that's, like, the only experience I've truly had, besides, like, sounds and stuff. Um, but, like, Piper, she's had so many experiences, Piper. <laughs> um, do you want to explain, like, your whole family thing? Because I, I, I can't, like, I can't put a grasp on it to, like, actually give it justice on, like, what you guys do. Okay. So, my family is a ghost investigation company. It started from my uncle. My uncle Teddy was a the person that started all of it. Um, we are called GVPI, which is Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. Doi. Um, so what we pretty much do is if we get like calls or anything to go do stuff, we go and we do an interview with the person first and then we schedule a time in a day or a night to go through the house and EMFs and all the goody two-shoes stuff. Um, I guess, really, we don't, like, exterminate or anything. We just clarify if there's anything there. We do try our best to, like, get them out if at all possible, but we are not, like, always able to, like, get them to leave. Um, the ones we try for the hardest, though, are normally the more demonic spirits or the more demented, the ones that kind of, like, you know, give you the heebie-jeebies more than the other ones do. Um. So, like, okay. So, you guys aren't, like, the Ghostbusters, are you? No, we are definitely not the Ghostbusters. That's so sad. I love the Ghostbusters, like, with all my heart. You know, but, like, I, it's, like, you guys want, like, a vacuum that like, just goes, like, like, I wish it was that easy. Oh, my God. And, like, what's the process? Okay, so, if we, like, really, really want them to leave, like, as hard as we possibly can try, we will either call a uh, priest to do a extraction. I forgot the, um, like, actual term for it. Uh-huh. Um, fuck, that's gonna bother me. Oh, sorry. Oh, Piper. Sorry. We can't say. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. So. Exorcism? That's it. Okay, so if we really want them to leave, we call a priest to do an exorcism. Or just, like, a... In an easier way to describe it, just a pulling out of the ghost. Just straight up, get it gone. Um, so if we do that process it normally takes a lot more um than what is actually needed in my opinion um but if it's like not that bad and we really like don't need them to get out like right away we take the time to like get as much information 
out of them or like as much interactions from them as we as we can um and if like there's no really not much more to do we just tell them like hey you're not welcome here would you mind leaving and depending on their answer will depend on if we need an exorcism or not so how was it like at hensdale oh okay so the hensdale house oh so it's a house yes okay okay so hensdale is this house it is in hensdale new york and it is um that was a good one um i wasn't actually allowed i'm not in the um investigation company quite yet i'm almost there though but i do get to go in afterwards and help with certain things um but i don't get to like participate in like the exorcisms and stuff like that so um the hinsdale the main majority of it of the story that i know is from my mother's perspective my mother worked on or yeah did work on the investigation company for a while um, and she was the main investigator set to the Hinsdale house. Um, the Hinsdale house was <laughs> fun, in her opinion. In her words, it was, it was fun. Um, so I don't know the whole part of the thing, but from her sayings, um, she went in the house with the rest of her team, gave her team designated areas to go do temp checks and EMF checks. Um, in the room, they had the lowest temperature and um, the highest EMF read combined, which was strange because that normally doesn't happen, um, was the bedroom that used to belong to the mother. That was the spirit or demon or whatever she was, I'm not quite sure, um, that was still trapped in the house. Um, the house had a fire in the 19, uh, 1990s, I think it was. Um, the litter girl's bedroom caught on fire when a tan a, a candle k- tipped over. <sighs> Sorry. Um the the candle tipped over and caused a fire to start. Um the little girl tried to put it out but only ended up catching herself on fire. Oh. And then yelled for her father and instead of her mother, which hurt the mother, which is why she decided to well, one of the reasons why she decided to stay in the house. Um she, the little girl yelled for her father, and the father came and tried to put her out, or put the fire that was, like, stuck to her out, and managed to get the majority of it off of her, but the ground was still on fire in the house, and it spread up through the wall, which was connected to the parents' bedroom, so the mother, um, was still in bed, because she was unaware of the happenings of the fire, um, and they were all, like, screaming for her, but she just couldn't hear hear them. So she blamed them for, like, leaving her in the fire. So she was angry at them. And she stayed in the house waiting for them to come back so that she could get the, her revenge. Yeah. Right. Um, Way to hold a grudge, babes. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, so yeah. But the funniest part I think of it... I actually got to see the video of it. It was so much fun. Um, so my mother had the video on her computer because they film all of it for, you know, backup info. Um, the one room of the house was completely untouched, was the downstairs family room. Um, the fire had not gotten there. It was completely untouched. The doors were intact. 
the windows were intact, all the china and everything, all the furniture, everything was completely fine. So, my mother took a, what they called, ghosty balloon, which was a fun term. <laughs> um, but she took the balloon and she Tonga? tied it to the ceiling. No, a ghosty balloon. It's just a balloon that you blow up and you make the ghost interact with it. Mm. Um, so, she took the balloon in the family room, hung it to the ceiling, and had only, like, two other people in there with her. And all the windows were closed, and it, the house was built, like, a very long time ago, so there was no such thing as AC or a draft without the windows open. Um, and there was no possible way that, like, a draft could have gotten in the room, period, like, at all. So, they hung the balloon to the ceiling and asked it multiple questions if it was female to hit the balloon, if it wasn't female, don't hit the balloon, like, stuff like that. Um, and eventually by the end of that, what they had gotten their answer from, or what they had gotten, what answer they had gotten, sorry, was that she was female, she was a mother of the children that were, or of the child that was burned to death, and, um, she was not the friendliest thing in the world, um, she very much wanted to get her revenge, which was the saddest part. But that was pretty much all of it for Hensdale. Hensdale wasn't the biggest one. Can we talk about the biggest one? We can, so, if you want to. Does the biggest one start with a B? <gasps> the Virgin House. Yes! Okay, so um, I think that we should put a very like um, big... Like, if you really don't mess with ghosts, if you hear about ghosts and, like, spirits and all that, if that really bothers you, please do not listen to this part. Mm -hmm. Uh, this part is, um, <laughs> well, uh, I, like, I've never, like, really gotten, like, a brief description on the Virgin House, but, oh, Lord, this one is very, very, like, detailed, I would say, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It's a very, um, demonic? Yeah, yeah. So that stuff really freaks you out. One, why did you really click on this um, right. episode? But this is actually where it gets pretty deep. Yeah. So, um, go ahead, Piper. Okay. Oh, I'm kind of nervous to talk about this. I haven't talked about this in detail in a while. It's a little, like, spooky, scary. Skeleton sun shivers down your spine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, starting off with the Burgeon House. Um, small details first. The Virgin House was a house built in 1952. It's a very old house, and it still stands today, which is the scary part. Um, the house, like I said, is very old. And, um, there was no, like, accident in the house. Like, no fire, no casualties, none like that. Other than an entire family murdered and one upstairs bedroom. Okay, so, like, only a tiny bit of casualties. Only a tiny bit, you know? Okay, yeah, okay. Um, so... <sighs> this house in particular was not my favorite. I really dislike this one. And let me just insert this little piece of information in here. I do not get scared of things very easily. I am not really scared of any, like, ghosty stuff. I will head straight first, like, head first into a freaking cemetery 
that is fully active at all times. I, I'm not scared. But this scared the crap out of me. Which is saying a lot. Um, so, I was not allowed to go until everybody got the... Or everybody got, like, used to the house. And knew, like, the surroundings of everything. So, my mother and my Uncle Teddy... And my mom's friend, Chris, were the first people to go in and do the investigations and stuff like that. (laughs) This part's kind of funny. This was (laughs) karma. Anyway, um, so the thing they noticed that was prone to the house was getting pushed down the stairs. Yeah. Um, so, (laughs) um, my mom was, um, told to do the EMF and the temperature stuff in the kitchen. My Uncle Teddy did the bottom, or the lower half bedroom, the downstairs bedroom, and, um, Chris, my mom's friend, was told to go upstairs and do the temp checks upstairs. Christian went upstairs and checked the mother's bedroom first, which... We'll get into detail about the mother in a little bit. Um, and then he didn't find much in there. And then he went to the, f- to the f- like, um, I guess you could call, like, the vanity room. It was where the mother, like, sat to do her makeup. She had a completely different room for it. I found that very, very cool. Imagine, like, a b- right. she's, like, a beauty guru before, like, beauty gurus were there. Right, you know? The OG. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there was the little girl's bedroom, and the highest reading in the entire house has, like, the EMF was, like, all the way up, and the temp was nearly below zero, which was crazy, um, was the little girl's bedroom. Hmm. <laughs> What's the thing with little girls? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um... But, like, so is it true or not true that whatever age that they die at, they stay that age, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And also, child spirits are way more active than yes. adult spirits. Yep. Yes. Yes. Because children, like, when they die, they're stuck. They're like, yep. what? Like, their confusion, like, it doesn't get to them. Like, older people, like, they understand that stuff. So, like, when they pass, it truly is, like, right. wow. So... My opinion on small children's death is that they die and they are very confused because they don't know what that means. So they live on in spirit of that thinking they are still alive, which is really, really, really the sad part because it's like their spirit will just eventually wander back to their mother and be like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And it's like, baby, you're dead. Yeah. And I feel like that's like when they get hit with like, oh, damn, I'm dead. That's when they get very demonic and, like, evil, I guess you could say. Yeah, you could say that, I guess. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I will tell you that, um, it is much easier for spirits to contact children. So, like. Because they're more susceptible. Yeah. Their their creativity, like, their imagination, like, it's so, like, easy, just, like, beep, beep, beep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um. That's that. That is the thing of that. Um. So, like, what were, like... 
Okay. So, what was your experience in there? Like, so, they, like, did, like, all the temperature checks, but, like, once Christopher came back and was, like, yo, like, this room is, like, the coldest and the EMF is crazy, what did they do then? Like, what? Okay, so, um, I think the funniest part was when Chris came back. Um, so Chris came back and he came to, to the stairwell and, like, was, like, hey, guys, like, this... The children, the kids' room has the most activity per use. Did he get pushed down? He got pushed down the stairs. Oh he got pushed God. down the stairs. Dead ass. He got pushed down the stairs. Okay. Okay. Um, that was beyond hilarious. He was okay, though, thankfully. So, like, when he got pushed down, was it just, like, his fault? Or nope. did he get, like, nope. Like, was it, like, a force like this? Or mm-hmm. was it, like, a... Oh, no. Oh, no. So... Um, he got pushed down the stairs by whom we now call the white lady, or the lady in white. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, don't, do not look up pictures of the white lady. I will promise you that will give you nightmares. Um, but it's it's also a very false, accurate, very, very false information. Okay. Um, so Christopher, when he got pushed down the stairs... Um, he was like, I, I can promise you, because everybody was like, you're just doing that to get attention. He was like, I can promise you it wasn't me. He lifted up his shirt. He had red marks. No, he had straight up handprints on his back. Straight up, like, handprints as if somebody had shoved him down the stairs. I just got the, like, chills. Oh, yeah. Um, I get the chills every time I say that. Oh, my God. Yep. So, that happened, and then after that, one was when my uncle started to get mad because Chris and my uncle were very close um at the time um and my uncle started to get very mad and so he like marched his happy little self upstairs and almost witnessed him get pushed down the stairs too um he he ended up with a handprint on his shoulder but he did not fall um, so on his way back up from, like, stumbling, he went straight to the little girl's room, walked in, and went, oh, my God, what? it's cold. Oh, okay, I was like, damn, if he saw something that way, but like, yo, we're out. <laughs> we're out. Like, when he said, oh, my God, I was like, did he see the child ghost? I would have lost it. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. Tell that. Tell that right now. Okay, we need... Okay, so, I don't think I've ever told you this. Um, (laughs) so, Paige just said something about, um, seeing them, or seeing, like, the child spirit. That's my job. That is, that is where I come into the picture. Um, (laughs) so basically my job, not job kind of thing, is to go into the house afterwards and scan every every inch of the house and make sure that there's absolutely nothing left. I see dead people. <laughs> oh, is this really a book? That's... I think it is a book. I think it's a TV show, too. I think it's definitely a movie as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably multiple. Probably. Um, so, pretty much... Like, I... medium vibes? Mm, I can't talk to them, but oh. I can see them. Oh, okay. I mean, I wish I could talk to them. Could you imagine? Okay, so, I mean, sometimes I hear little things, but, like, that doesn't matter. Don't say that. Do not (laughs) say that. That's gonna make me lose my (laughs) Okay, so, 
Um, like I said, I can see things, some certain things. Um, but it's very difficult. Um, it takes a very big toll on me because it's a little frightening to see a dead man or she-man standing in front of you. And nobody else see it. But when it comes to seeing it, it's not like I see, like, a full human standing in front of me. No. Um, I can either see the light details or the dark details. Okay. Do you see the orbs? No. Oh, okay. See, to me, orbs are just dark dust particles. Okay, so, like, like, I've, like, watched, like, multiple, like, documentaries because, like, I am interested in, like, this, like, ghost stuff. Um, but, like... I know that, like, the different colors, like, they mean, like, different things. And, like, ghost particles, yes, those get caught as well and kind of look like orbs, but they're not. Like, the orbs are, like, very specifically, like, you can yeah. see them in camera. And they, yes. like, have different colors and stuff, and they have different meanings. Like, mm-hmm. not totally sure, like, what they are, but, like, when you see them, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how to, like, explain most of that, but, like... I know that to me, some, I know the difference between a ghost orb and a dust particle. Yeah. Or a bug. A bug. So, yes, so there are different color specifics, I guess you could say that. But, like, there's not like, oh, red means it's a demon, or yellow means it's a good thing. No. They are very confusing, therefore I don't know a lot Mm. about them. Yeah. Besides blue. Blue is my personal favorite. Blue, a blue orb can either mean a sad child or a um, infant that died without perceiving its prophecy. So, like... So, like, if, if, if my baby sister were to die right now, she would be a blue orb because she died without fulfilling her prophecy. I think her prophecy is to be my godmother. So, like, sure. Yes. Okay. Your my, child's my godmother? Children, yes. There you go. No, okay. she can be mine too. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like, I don't know. Um, I think that I'd lose myself if I had to look at that. Like, if that's what I saw. So, like, what happened, like, when you went to check in? Like, check. Okay, so. Like, what did you see? Like, was it, like, an orb? Was it light? Like, what was it? That's, so that's the scariest part to talk about. That's why I really don't like that house. Um, so, when I got called to go in, um, the first thing I noticed that I walked through the front door was that it was very cold in the entire house, not just in the one bedroom anymore. As if it knew that <laughs> I'm, I'm the main target here. So, it was very cold. It was, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to freeze to death. So, they told me that it's the upstairs bedroom. I went in, and the first thing I see when I go in was just a couple of, like, children's toys. The little girl's bed, and then there were two dolls sitting on a chair, and then there was a little night vanity, like a nightstand, that had another doll. And for some reason, the doll sitting in the corner in the doll chair was the one that caught my eye the most. I knew, like, immediately, like, that doll was that girl's favorite. So I went over to it picked it up, sat down in the middle of the floor, and started playing with it. And then... Oh my god. Sorry. Um, And then 
I started to like that. I started to feel like almost like a shortness of breath and like heaviness over like all of me. And then I felt something on this, on my left half of my body and I turned my head and there was a little girl sitting next to me. And and she she wasn't looking at me, so that's when I knew shh it's it's about to get bad. She she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't looking at me. So I knew like oh no 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 no. So so I turned my head away as quickly as I possibly could. I was like Did you like scream or Nope, 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 nope. That's the one thing you don't want to do. So, when I felt it, I looked over, and I saw that she wasn't looking at me, so I was just like, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. And my mom was standing in the doorway, so she was was like, I know, I know, I know. And then, um, so I knew that she wasn't looking at me because she wasn't looking at me for a reason of that she was going to have, like, a horrific feature on her face. Like, just terrifying to the point, like, blood-curdling scream. That's what I knew that I had to turn away. Uh-huh. And then as soon as I turned away, I saw her head towards <gasps> towards me. So I was like, I fucking knew it. Oops, sorry. I, I, I knew it. I literally knew it. I literally called it. So I was just like, I, I looked, I, 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 ooh. I said, like, to my mother, mom, I can't, I can't be in here anymore. But I cannot move. If I move, she's going to latch on to me. So my mother came in, and she leave my daughter alone and then i saw this little fucking sorry this little demon bitch sorry i'm sorry i get really upset when i talk about this because it gets really like really really bad i see this little demon girl like fucking freaking switch her entire body to just just her entire body to just stare dead at my mother and i that's when i lost it i said you hurt my mother so help me god so so that was what really angered me and and that was the wrong thing to do i yelled at it which made it mad at me so then i was like "Eh, no thank you so i got up ran out the room and then when i ran out the room i noticed that she couldn't get out of the bedroom why there was a barrier somebody had put rock salt underneath the wood by the fr- by the door. Okay, genius, genius. Right. So if you don't know, um, salt is a way of trapping a demon. So they had put salt underneath the door so that she couldn't get out. Damn. Yep, so that was that. <laughs> so, wow. That was an eventful episode. So, so much for our season two, guys. Um, I really hope you enjoy this episode. I know that me and Piper, like, I've been crying this entire time. Like, it's not like, it's not like, like, actual crying. It's literally just, like, tears falling in my nose. Oh, my gosh. And chills. Do you have chills? Mm -hmm. I have chills. Um, and I could not imagine experiencing that. I would have lost it. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Make sure you guys come back next week for season two, episode two. Don't look at Piper's game. She smiled. Um. Okay. Bye, guys.